Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. Gee, you're off. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. It's love and time. In a column in The Hollywood Reporter, she says he was openly flirtatious, grabbed her behind, he talked about sex to me and in front of me. Sexual harassment allegations uh, have been swirling all across the country. Several women are accusing acclaimed comedian Louis C.K. of sexual misconduct. Actor Jeremy Piven also defending himself. When next to those claims of sexual misconduct against veteran broadcast journalist Charlie Rose. The director of Rush Hour, Brett Ratner, also the subject of new, more serious allegations today. Since uh, Harvey Weinstein. And today, a top executive at NPR, Micah Reskis, apologized and resigned. Russell Simmons. Senator Al Franken. I know that I've let a lot of people down. Last night, that Michigan congressman, John Congress. One of Hollywood's best-known actors, Kevin Spacey. Matt Lauer fired over inappropriate sexual behavior. Alabama's Republican nominee to the U.S. Senate, Roy Moore, faces new pressure tonight to quit the race and new allegations of sexual contact decades ago with teenage girls. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab him by the pussy. Did you ever think this song and its message was cool? Uh, yeah, I you introduced me to this song. I'd never heard it before you started playing it on a, on the yeah. radio show. But James James Brown. Yeah, and it's catchy, but yeah. Well, when you think about it now, of course, in this current climate, you would you would also remember that James Brown was rather a notorious uh, abuser of women. Uh, he had an anger problem, but uh, this song obviously. Uh, is extremely ironic, and maybe that's what the intent of the song was. I never listened to all of the lyrics, but uh, uh, of all tunes, this one uh, probably doesn't have much of a shelf life, at least at the moment. Yeah, it's been... Uh, <laughs> 2017 is going down as a banner year, that's for sure. Uh, there have been... It sounded like you said it's going down as a banana year. A banner year. A banana year. Well, banner. Banner. Banner, banner. banner year. She's Chiquita Banana and she come to say I come from Little Island down a Quater Way. I sail on big banana boat from Caterpie to see if I can help your neighbor policy. I bring a song about bananas. I sing it low, I sing it high. I make big hit with Americano. Singing song about bananas. I could sing about the moonlight on a very, very tropical equator. But no, I sing about bananas and the refrigerator. There have been so, so many people fired for, for sexual assault, misconduct, inappropriate behavior that it's you almost need a spreadsheet to kind of organize and remember all of them and and it's it's so interesting yeah. every day somebody else is 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 tr 
trending on Twitter. It's like, who, who's going to be the top trend today? We're averaging about two, about two a day with, with this. Uh, and, and of I, course, we're, we're talking about uh, celebrities and well-known politicians and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, this is, this, of course, we don't, we can't possibly know about Fred the plumber who for 25 years has been right. abusing women in his workplace sure. and, and on and on and on. Uh, but it, it is uh, it is disturbing, and I and I, I it's hard to get your head around it because um, in many cases, for me and maybe for you, uh, these are people that I really uh, admired. I was big fans of the Charlie Roses, uh, of Al Franken, sure, of uh, of uh, Garrison Keillor and and those folks. So this is like you you know you your beloved uncle. Frank, uh, you know, all of a sudden you find out that he's a, you know, a murderer or a bank robber or something. Uh, and, and I think it, it's it, interesting it, because, and, and I, I'm curious about your take on it because I, um, it's obviously it's gone on for far too long in too many places, as you mentioned. This is not just politics, not just entertainment, not just, um, um, it is in 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 smaller businesses as well, where it's really just about um, you know men abusing their power, and I think it's kind of perpetuated by the you know the the good old boy network and and locker room talk and all of those things that that you know and and when people say oh they're just being guys well ugh, I don't know I, I I hope that we can kind of keep the conversation continuing and learning from it because there we know women know I think you know I think there's a lot of men who know what defines sexual harassment I'm not so sure that there are a lot of men who who do who, know, who really do know that di the difference. Yeah, well, you hear the expression "getting away with it," and and uh, and and so if guys get away with it, then they they have no impetus to change their behavior. I mean, I, I I I for example, I go on golf tournaments and things like that from time to time, and the kind of stuff you hear out there, especially with if it's just men in a foursome. Uh, if you are putting, for example, and you you don't hit the ball hard enough and comes far short of the hole, they might say, "Gee, nice, nice shot, Alice." Mm -hmm. I mean, the the, the derogatory mm -hmm. remarks that's right uh, uh, about women are pervasive, even when there's no women around. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Yeah. It's like a way to put a man down is to compare him to a woman. You throw like a girl, Carl. Exactly. Uh, and uh, it, it's just it's pervasive it's been around forever and uh and so that's what's so stunning about this the idea that it's going on unless you've been living in a cave shouldn't shouldn't be surprising the surprising I... part is that finally somebody's speaking up about it and that in general women are finally being believed and, and being held credible yeah, and I read, uh, and I read somewhere, I don't know, social media, of course, lit with all of this, that someone said, "Oh, it's open season on men," and it's, I, I, I thought, gosh, no, it's, it's, it's open season on men who don't respect women in any regard, especially enough to keep their hands off of them or their lewd comments to themselves. That's yeah. what's really, that's what's open season right now. And yeah, open season on people who disrespect other people uh, based using, on their gender using or yeah. just using their power 
of their positions yeah. to manipulate well, that's really what it is women and men yeah men in power abusing their position mm-hmm. to molest or or mistreat women and and to me this goes it, it begins of course and it sounds all hackneyed and it is but it, it has to do with what you learn as a kid the way men have to teach their kids mm-hmm. their sons mm-hmm. how to treat women and the best way they can demonstrate it mm-hmm. is how they treat their own wife or the women that they work with mm-hmm. and men men in power have to to see power as a constraint to treat people right not not this uh anything goes license to harass and and, and exploit and and assault women it, it they should see that mm-hmm. that that power that they have is giving them even more responsibility to do the right thing not less what is like, your what is your take on you know you hear the uh, the the argument of uh, why now why now or why now are these women coming out um, you know if it happened so long ago why now I'm curious here's an intriguing, I, here's an intriguing thought and this got me to thinking uh, Maureen Dowd wrote a column a couple of weeks ago in the New York Times and her opening sentence is provocative and, and thought provoking. She she says, would the war against preying on women be blazing so fiercely right now had Hillary Clinton been elected? Uh, I think, you know what? I haven't read that article, but that has been my very thought as well. Hmm, Interesting. My very thought as well that, um, you know, maybe uh, Trump being president has really people have just have gotten fed up and said this. We can't let these men in power do this anymore. I, I think it's a really interesting point and, yeah. and quite quite possible that yeah this and might... of course and of course Hillary uh, many could argue enabled her own husband of course to well, do that sort of thing not so only she her, would but... certainly not want to raise that issue if she was president right now I would certainly. not think yeah. yeah and not only her but um, uh, a lot of Democrats as well who ha- are now coming forward going yeah we we called that one wrong we should have never yeah. supported him. Uh, during the Im- impeachment process, um, I mean Hillary. Hillary demonized women. Uh, you know, call them tra- liars and bimbos and trailer mm-hmm. trash yep. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And uh, and so what's different now? And perhaps this is one of the unintended benefits of having a decided misogynist mm-hmm. as president right now and sexual predator. Is that is that, that women are are being believed? Mm-hmm. If these women were coming out, and it takes courage to do this, mm. uh, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I, I try to imagine myself as a woman mm-hmm. uh, coming forward like this when, when historically all you've been ever that's ever happened to people, to women that tried to step forward like that is that they are derided, disbelieved, uh, dismissed. Uh, but, uh, and oftentimes lose their jobs. So it's not just yeah. the vulnerability of coming forward with a story that's very painful, but also weighing whether or not that is worth losing your livelihood or or or, or anything worse than that or re- retribution or any of that. There's a lot going on in that power play, a lot going yeah. on. And that is yeah. why a lot of women just say, you know, it's not worth it. I'm just going to hang back and not mention it. Well, you know, and and of course, what we're seeing happening here is is uh, is snowball effect. Oh gosh, it's, no it's building, it's building more and people. Hey, if she can do it, I can say exactly. it. Exactly. I, I, uh, and and I I've, I've, I've wanted to say it for a long time, but I didn't think anybody believed me. But now it appears that uh, women are being believed, and and what happened to her was much of what happened to me. Mine was even worse. Whatever you know, and so it, it always takes the the first 
pioneer to go out and and and, and let take me that tell you another another side. And then it gets easier. And let me tell you another side to that, which um, I, I hadn't. Um, I, I know a lot of people hadn't considered. I had a a good friend who works in the voiceover industry, and she shared with me when this Weinstein thing came out a few months ago. This would have been back in October. She yeah. shared with me that she had had a situation in a recording studio that she had gone into to do a voiceover where she had been sexually assaulted, and she kept it secret. And she told her husband, um, even go coming home to tell her husband, she felt horrified and ashamed and all those things that go into the into that when you're when you're a victim of that. And she remained silent. And when the Weinstein thing came out, she said, all of a sudden, I felt enormously guilty, enormously guilty that I hadn't said anything because who knows how many other women he did that to. Yep. So the, the the very fact of women stepping up and saying, saying it now is hopefully going to um, help a lot of other women who might be in that same position with that same horrible predator in the future. And But, uh, but it is also so ironic, as you've just alluded, that women still – some at least feel a sense of guilt about oh, it. yeah. When about something that that they shouldn't feel guilty about. Sure. And quite the opposite. It's sure. You know, I um, and I and I think everybody, I hope, has been doing this, man or woman, to start reviewing your own tapes and thinking back through your employment or just your regular life history. Mm -hmm. Can I remember anybody doing? And and I'm I'm telling you, I'm sort of stymied in my mm. own personal experience in the workplace. And and I've told you before, I, I, I'm i tremendously unobservant. I'm always off kind of in a cloud thinking about a bit or something I'm going to do next. And and uh, I, I, I was told that there was this torrid affair going on in this workplace that I worked at once. And everybody in the company knew about it. And, but I would just – I would walk right past this couple and I never noticed them. You know, they might have might as well have been nude on a table having sex, and I wouldn't have noticed because I just was thinking about other stuff. So I wouldn't well, be, I wouldn't be a great nine one one operator. But, I but think... ha having having said that, I started talking to my wife about this, and she said, "Oh yeah, don't you remember?" And she started recalling some stories of her employment history that I had it been so many years ago that I forgotten about, but. When it happens to you, mm -hmm. as you well know, mm -hmm. you don't forget about it. Nope. You just stick it in a drawer. But yep. it, you know that you know where the drawer is, and you know what's <laughs> in it. That's right. And so she, she talked about uh, working for an optometrist, and uh, uh, she she was an optician working for a, a, an eye doctor, where she would have to go and take dictation. It sounds like it's the 1950s. She'd have to go sit on his lap, and and take notes while he. And that mm -hmm. was was her re what she was required to do, mm -hmm. or she would get eighty six mm -hmm. from the company. Yeah. And then, and he did things even more demonstrative. And uh, by then, she and I were starting to go together. We weren't married yet. And uh, she she but she talked to me a little bit about this guy, and uh, and I was really burned about it. And uh, I said, "You got to quit that job." And she says, "No, I need this work. It's a good job." And so then she said it, Christmas time came around and she was invited to a party at his house. And it was it was like an all female staff, except for that guy who was the boss. Uh, talk about abusing your position. And I and I 
and I really didn't know Patty very well at the time. We were really just starting to go together. Mm-hmm. But I said, you're not going. I'm not going to let you go. She said, no, I, I've got to go. This is He's expecting that. I and, and I just put my size 12 down, and I said, nope, you're not going. And she finally agreed to uh, to not go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even in my stumbling, bumbling younger days, uh, I had a sense of how inappropriate that was, how maddening it was. And I would see it in the movies. I see it in the broadcast business. People in any business at all see it go on. What I think has happened now is that you're starting to say, oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. I never thought about it. It just became such a regular thing that I never thought. Because as a man, you don't look at it as a woman. You look at it as a guy. Well, and that makes me want to ask you, what, at what, where are you um, um, responsible for, for what, what, for for that sort of, um, I don't know, uh, culture, and h- how do you handle that when you are on the golf course and um, somebody makes, I guess. I, I just I think yeah, there, I needs, there needs to be a shift somewhere, and I think this is going to at least begin that. I, I'm yeah. happy to have known you for I think, gosh, it feels like I, since I was six years old, but it wasn't. But I mean, I mean, I've, you were seven. I was seven. I've known you for so long. Um, you are one of the kindest, uh, most respectful, gentle men uh, men that I've I've ever had the chance to work with. Hang on, let me make, double check that, I mean, that this is recording right now. It yeah, is recording. recording. All right. And uh, I, I, I never, ever uh, was ever in a position like that with you, but I have been in positions with that. Uh, in, but at least in, let me ask you this, uh, and I don't mean to cut your thought off, but what if you found out that I did that, uh, that all of a sudden it, it's like it's how I, I feel know. about some of these public figures. I know. And, and, and what's even more shocking and saddening to me is watching their uh, colleagues, their colleagues. Have, to, have to talk about it. And yes. you see it in the, on the newscasts, yeah. uh, the Matt, Lau- Matt Lauer and Charlie Rose. And, the, and, and in many cases, these, uh, in all cases, these have been women that have to report this. That's right. And, and they're, uh, they're tearful, they're upset, and they, and it, almost to a person say, this isn't the person I thought I knew. Right. It would destroy my, it would just, my trust is already pretty much destroyed right now. I feel like, I feel yeah. like I, I don't know what I thought I knew. Um, you know, the, the same day Matt Lauer came out, I'm not a fan of his anyway, um, yeah. is the same day the Garrison Keillor story broke. And I thought, Good grief, is this the end of men? This is the end of men. This has to be the end of men. And I think what's even more disturbing is that, you know, that these, some of these, I don't mean to make it political, but the sort of liberal comeuppance uh, people think we're getting really does bother me because... I thought these were guys that were champions of women and women's rights and and feminists in their own right, and guess they were talking out both sides of their mouth. Uh, that's yeah. extraordinarily hypocritical and upsetting. But yeah, well, if- yeah, hypocrisy is of course the sad common denominator of humankind. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether you're talking about a 
you know, a priest that you discover has been a exactly. serial pedophile for yeah, yep. his whole life. Mm-hmm. A politician that has fought hard has always been at the vanguard of women's rights and mm-hmm. and, and and bills like. And then you mm-hmm. find out, oh, except, except except in this case, right? And then in the off, um, this you know, you hear the word watershed tossed around a lot. I hope it is. Oh yeah. But we've been so disappointed at these things that are that are supposed to be watershed moments. Yeah. You know, we we talked a lot about these mass shootings, for example. Right. Okay. This That's, finally we're going right, to get right. a real discussion going mm-hmm. here. But it never happens. No. It just never happens. And I'm a, You're right. Uh, I'm I'm afraid that's going to be the case here, but my gut tells me no, I don't think so. I don't think so because this uh where we've got to get to is a place where we don't say uh that that a man has a more right than a woman. It, a woman. Mm-hmm. It, it's worth noting it hasn't been that long said that the women have had the vote in this country, mm-hmm. which seems inconceivable. I know now. I know that that they're treated like. Uh, I mean, the black people in mm-hmm. I don't know Thomas Jefferson's day mm-hmm. counted as three fifths of a vote, mm-hmm. um, and and they didn't get the the real the vote for long. The people uh, humans deciding that other humans are not as qualified or as worthy as they are. Yeah. It's what we're seeing with this white supremacist, this nationalist movement, and all of this sort of stuff. And and it it is really maddening. And, and at this particular splinter of that bigger block of wood, this, this thing that's going on now that we're seeing uh, might be that little – you know, if you're chopping a piece of wood and you're – you're hitting it and nothing's going. And then at some point, there's finally a crack. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm a, this thing's going to split. It's about to split if I hit it a couple more times. And and I, I like to think that this is really a major historical time in human history here. I hope it is. I can change the world with my own two hands. Make a better place with my own two hands make a kind of place oh with my oh with my own two hands with my own with my own two hands i just you know i'm just tearing up um listening to you talk because i i hope so too i and and i think uh this is bigger than people realize that it is even yeah. even for me as a woman, you you tend to really compartmentalize and think, oh, this is probably just, you know, certainly not an isolated incident that it's happened to. But it's not it's not as big. A, it's not happening all the time. But my God, it feels like now it is happening all the time and happening all over. And uh, it's disturbing and it's upsetting. But it is really liberating at the same time. It's it's. It's so weird to hold two different feelings in you at once. The first yeah. one is horror. I, I'm just horrified, um, dis- dismayed, and, and dis- disappointed. But the second feeling I, I, I have inside of me at the same time is, like you said, hope. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm really rooting for this to be to make a difference. And I'm disappointed in, in some of these men that I, I loved and held in high regard. Um, uh, but boy, that all goes back for me. That goes all the way back to Clinton and Bill Cosby. And, uh, this is just the same feelings I'm having now that I had back then over those men. 
but uh, I I'm hoping that 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 they 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 do get p punished uh, for it, and it looks like they are losing their jobs. the The interesting yeah. thing is that the people I, I'm very proud of these companies that are who these companies are who have the authority to fire these men are are doing it and not covering it up and paying and women off. Like and not letting it go on for weeks and months. I, I, I mean, I, right. I, at least, at least apparently. Right. Uh, I, I know NBC was very careful to to say current management was not aware that this was going on. Correct. But, but from what I read, this is a pretty well known thing That's about right. Matt, Matt Lauer exactly. for years. And if you and look years. at if you look at Bill O'Reilly and the I don't know how many millions of dollars were paid out because companies want to protect their brand. That's what they care about. And now they want to protect and their now, money. It's and always the, about money. The brand, exactly. And now people are stepping forward and going, You gotta do the right thing. Uh, and and I think that will actually add more value to a company's brand if they do do the right thing. Not that that's oh, the yeah. important thing in the end. The important thing in the end is do the right thing. So I'm yeah, but, I'm but thrilled you know what? that companies I, are doing this. Yeah, I am too. And I what I really want is that I um, I, I just I this is kind of a reverse sexism, but I love women. I I'm I'll sit in a restaurant and I'll hear two women talking to each other and I'll and I'll just admire the uh, conversation that they're having how how bright how in, enthused smart trenchant uh, on target it is and how passionate they are in a way that I never generally feel guys, like men, men at least the men we, I yeah there's there's more nurturing there's more intimacy yeah. and it and and it can be and it doesn't even have to be between two women who even know each other at all you can it's it's very interesting when you can strike up a, a conversation for me as a female with another female there's an ease there um a caring uh it, it is really fascinating yeah. And and it's you know, sad and it's very sad to us women. Just just on just a quick note here that men yeah. are not encouraged to develop and um and nurture that side of them, which is a lot of why people say we have all these problems because men don't get it. They don't they don't get it and they're they're it's it's considered weak to be to be caring and loving and 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 intimate and nurturing and all those things that women love about other women. Um yep. Your guy, there. A lot of men are missing that little piece of the puzzle, and therefore they're very unhappy. And that's why so many men look back, no matter what their age is, so fondly on their mothers. You know, when they were little uh, boys. Yeah, yeah. They because they, they were nurtured. They, you know, yeah. uh, somehow it gets lost around since caveman days. You know, <laughs> cavemen have been mistreating women, dragging them around. I suppose it's not really true, but they drag them around by their hair or whatever. I had a well, friend. Well, were you there? <laughs> no, I'm not that old. <laughs> Almost though. But I uh I had a friend who uh, did some doctorate work and and did some uh freelance work at uh, the women's prison Purdy uh, in Washington state. I remember and that he, prison. And he told yeah, well yeah, you would. <laughs> but I remember he told me that most of the women there, the ones that were there for murder it, it, without without exception, or nearly without exception, I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. Were there because they they killed their husband. whether it was a husband yep. or a boyfriend or mm -hmm. somebody that was abusing them. Yeah. And, and whereas you know men's prisons are filled with guys that kill for drugs, kill for money, you get pissed off. Right. Uh, they 
you know, they find their wife in bed with another guy, stuff like that. I mean, they are kill for any reason. Women, so women so, are killing so for self-defense. So here's the discussion I had with my wife. We were talking about gun control, and she said something half in jest, but I thought, you know what? She's right. Her thing is the only people that should have guns are women. <laughs> Period. Wow, that's if true. You don't want guns, if you don't want guns to be misused, only give them to people you know will only use them when they're justified. Yeah. And I, I, I really believe that. I think she's on to something there. I think that's that's pretty wise. I, I, I think if you look at the shootings and the mass shootings that have gone on in this country, it's 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 angry white guys who just don't have enough love. That's pretty or, much it. You know, they're angry. Uh, they're angry racists. They're Islamophobes or or whatever. But you're right. It's ang- it's angry men mm-hmm. when when's the last time you ever heard of a woman climbing to the top of mm-hmm. a clock tower with a rifle and picking people off it just doesn't happen well and it's not that we don't think about that <laughs> we kind of <laughs> oh, think boy. about it sometimes but you're right it's uh it, it, we all have anger you have anger i have anger but 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 the way that we're encouraged to express it and resolve it is very different from I think how men are always always encouraged to as boys. I don't know uh, how you guys are taught about anger. Uh, well, I, you know what? Some of my earliest uh, photographs. This isn't necessarily meaningful, but I was looking at some old photos of me as a little kid, and I'm the firstborn in my family, and I had four brothers after me. But I, so I'm the only kid at that point. And there's my dad. A whole series of photos of my dad. Uh, who has put little baby boxing gloves on me, and I have <laughs> little boxing trunks, and he's holding my hand up like I've just beat the, somebody to a pulp. Wow. And oh, so okay. This is, this is this is in the 50s, mm-hmm. where I think, uh, you know, it was you wanted to teach your kid early mm-hmm. about machismo, you know. Sure. Uh, being a guy, being able to fight, don't, you know. Yeah, don't or, or, let anybody bully yeah, you. Yeah, like. just to protect yourself. But so that's why you've always told me that you let your hands do the talking. Yeah, but having said that, my dad was a wonderful guy, and, and uh, you know, really loved my mom, and he he was great. But it, but that is inculcated in in kids throughout time. Maybe not so much now. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and and as a boy. You had to play a sport, preferably football. You, so, I mean, you so out there. Say that, say uh, that, but finish that thought, or else what you were thought of as what? Like you said. <laughs> Excuse me. You can edit that. Well, out. you would. Well, you'd be thought of as, you know, kind of a wimp. Ah, uh, to, yeah. To use a euphemism, sure. if not, if not a more you know distasteful euphemism. Sure. Uh, there was you were kind of taught to. Heighten the difference between you and a girl, mm-hmm. so you wouldn't be mistaken for a girl. Right, because being a girl would be an awful thing. Because girls are awful. awful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Isn't that, that interesting? I I just find that just fascinating. That that I don't I, think I'm not saying my upbringing was identical to everybody else's, but that I think it was pretty pervasive. Sure. In that in that time, yeah. I was an only child, so I didn't have any siblings uh, to even know the difference between how how kids were being raised. But um, I I just 
I remember the the boys in school were just I, I just boys were awful. Boys were awful, and not that girls couldn't be awful, but there's just such a there's such a distinct difference in how how they're raised. And I don't think it's it's really intentional. I think it's cultural, and I think it's I, I'm hoping that 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 culture shifts a bit, and it's okay to be a caring young man and a, and a and a boy yeah. who reads and um, a, a boy who loves to garden. I mean. I don't know why somebody's manliness depends on whether or not they uh, play a sport or not, or, uh, you know, I, I just, it confuses well, I, me. What I was going to say is that my, uh, my, uh, my, my kids, uh, they didn't, they played a little sports, but I didn't, I didn't say, you, you know, well, we'd play catch and stuff mm -hmm. all the time, but I didn't, I just said, I'm not going to insist my kids go play sports mm -hmm. if they don't want to. I mean, Let me I think ask there's you great things about sports. It teaches you how to get along with other people and work as a team, and mm -hmm. and and the, all those things are great qualities. But uh, but I don't think you know you you push somebody into a direction where they don't feel comfortable, where they don't where they don't want to be. This... Maybe they'll maybe they'll get that to that place later by themselves, and that which is even more ideal. But consider this too: that there may be the gay factor in there as well. That um, there's no question about it. A parent, it. or um, per particularly a father, may want to, you know, make sure that that his son is doing sports and not playing with Barbies because of the the fear, the gay, the fear of, of the gay factor. Um, and yeah, especially when I was growing up. Really? I, mean, I, I oh, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, they wouldn't say gay. Of course, the gay word meant meant just what it did in the, right. in, the in the Christmas carols. But yeah, we, yeah. Uh, but you know, sissy would be a good. That would be a typical word. Light, lighten the loafers is lighten what I. Lighten the loafers. I, I, I used to hear that one as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, so, it's, it is interesting that there's so much fear. What's wrong with being gay? What's wrong with being a girl? There's nothing wrong with any of that. So all all the all the little boys out there, gosh, I hope people are going to teach them different, because I'd like to think so, and I would like to think that men will, you know, do the right thing, not because now they're saying, "Boy, I, I'm, sure I'm going to get caught." I, I'm going to get caught, so yeah. I'll pretend to be nice to women, do so you... I don't get in trouble. That that's that won't be much progress. Do you you want to get them to a point where they really do feel they get that no, they, they, we're all equal. We should be treated equally. We should be treated with kindness and charity and all the rest, and there shouldn't be no distinction. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I don't have to be so nice to that person because they're not of my gender. That That's uh, what strikes me about Matt Lauer's recent um, uh, I'm Sorry is that it, it just felt like – Really? You're yeah, I bet you are sorry. You were didn't seem like you were sorry then. It, yeah, and this is this is typical of perpetrators to always apologize after the fact, after they have been caught, after they have been um exposed. Then they say they're sorry. What the hell is with that? Yeah, and 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 most of the time there's some equivocation or an asterisk. Well, I don't think all of the things that were said were true. Right. Uh, however, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, I don't think at that point you you got no, you can't back it. it. It's like I only murdered three people. I didn't murder twenty of them. Yeah. No. So or, or or I I I murdered two people, but I only slapped the other twenty. I mean. Yeah. You know. And uh, a couple of them had it coming.
on on the other hand, and it, it, it is you're right. It's not cut and dried, but I think that you know they showed this video of Matt Lauer saying something lewd to Meredith Vieira. If you saw that, he said, "Nice sweater," or "Bend over again." Nice view. And I thought that was, I, I don't know why I thought that was a cheap shot. I, I know why I thought it was a cheap shot, because we don't know what their relationship was. And Meredith Vieira, Meredith Vieira is known for uh, being a little raunchy and racy on her own. And they may have had that sort of friendship. Who yeah. knows if she gave it right back to him. I just thought it was a, a, a terrible way to to take a snapshot to further someone's proof. proof that Matt Lauer was a pick. We already know that he was. There's plenty of other cases. But to use that, and I saw that clip over and over and over on social media. I saw it on the news. And I thought, this isn't, this, this is As, as this if that was going to. Yeah, this yeah, is. As if that's going to prove the case. It's yeah. a nothing burger there. It's it's not, it's just, he's just, you know, who knows what their relationship is. And, yeah, and I don't exactly. think you can use that. And then I had another situation. Uh, well, I, yeah, and I was going to say, by the same token, then, do you give equal weight to. Al Franken's boorish exactly, behavior exactly. compared to uh, some somebody else who is, uh, you know, a, a, demonstra a demonstrable pedophile, predator, for example. Unwanted. Yeah, exactly. Predator. There are layers. There are shades of of misconduct, and and they range from complete outright rape and assault all the way to what, you know, just a, a clumsy, lewd comment or flirting that was not done well or or yeah. whatever. And Yeah, you shouldn't get the death penalty for uh, for not every crime. You know, if you steal a library book, you shouldn't get the electric chair for that correct. necessarily. But, but correct. you do need to be told that's not appropriate. I had a friend who posted something on Facebook, and I, I've largely kind of kept out of the discussion, mainly because it's just it's been uncomfortable, and I don't really know what to say to a lot of folks. But I I posted a reply to a friend who said on Facebook, he was expressing his uncomfortable feelings with physical contact with his women coworkers now, just a friendly pat or whatever. And I I kind of rolled my eyes and thought, all right, now you you guys don't don't swing. <laughs> Don't swing all the way. The pendulum doesn't have to go all the way over there. And I wrote to him and I said, you know, I said, I like you and I like your work, but please, this is not about innocuous physical contact. Give women credit for knowing the difference between that clumsy flirting, as I mentioned, which is another issue, and outright unwanted sexual misconduct. They're three different things. And abuse of power is a real, real issue. Um, so don't get I, I, too hypersensitive yeah. to what's happening to those men who don't know who 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 do abuse their power. With I I know this guy. I know he would never. And I said that I you strike me as someone who would never abuse that power with a woman in in the workplace. So don't get but too it is hypersensitive. A bit of a, it is a bit of a something to wrestle with though, because one one woman's uh, attitude might be different than another woman's, and and uh, or vice versa. So but I still think uh, I disagree. You can see why it's kind of no, this, this I is kind of a minefield. I no, I, I get I, I get why your friend is 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 uh, uh, uncertain about that. I don't think it, it's that complicated. I think I think you know the difference between unwanted um, sexual attention and give us and give us credit for knowing the difference between that as well. Um, I, well, I mean, it can go to the extreme where I could I could walk up to you uh, at a workplace and say, "Gee, you look nice today." Uh huh. And, Okay, I'm going down to HR. I'll see ya. 
so that's what you're talking about. That kind of thing. Where where are those boundaries? He's wrestling with that a little bit. Maybe that's why he's reaching out to people like you. Help me help me grapple with this. Help me. Uh, you, you're on the receiving end of these things. Tell me what's appropriate and what's not. I hope that is it's a result of not wanting to um, protect himself. I hope it's that it's a result of him wanting to make sure that he is conducting himself in the correct way. Do you see what I'm saying? There's a difference there. If you if you go around if you go around and go, oh well, I guess you can't shake anybody's hand. That that's this that is not where you need to be going with this. What you need to be going, what you need to be looking at is, are you in some way maybe doing something that you hadn't thought about that was wrong or inappropriate? Uh, a comment uh, or how you even view women in the workplace. That's where it needs to start, not this sort of snarky, oh, I guess you can't shake her hand. I just, that—that that is, I, I have no patience with that right now at all. Well, even guys that are, are above the fray always because they just, they, they view women like they should be viewed. Uh, but it, it should also be now time for those people to be paying attention to when, to other activities that are going on around them and to, and to call BS on it yeah, when they see it rather right. than just, just, mm-hmm. uh, and then, and that's what I think I'm going to try to do differently. Uh, I, I admire we, that. We were talking, I admire we were talking that. about earlier, we were talking about earlier in this, in, in uh, the, about going golfing with guys mm-hmm. and you ask me, well, what do I do when, mm-hmm. when they say a, a sexist thing or mm-hmm. make an inappropriate comment? And I have to admit, Normally, I just uh, I don't I don't jump in with it because it's not me. But I just I'll just ignore it or I'll say, oh gee, that was enlightened or try to be snide. Mm-hmm. But now I think I'm going to be more. Uh, maybe I can just make it clear to them that this is not my point of view. And you know, you want to go golfing together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not down with that. So I you admire you, Pat. You're my hero. No, no, no. I just I wish no, I would write important. that before all of this. It's important. And and I I love that. See, this has gotten you to think, though, right? Not that you are embroiled in any of this garbage, but you are now starting to rethink what your position is Did on. Did you hear that little ping right there? Yeah. That's the light bulb going on. <laughs> I love that. And that's that's it. That's the, the sea of change and and. And I, I just, I, I love you for that and that you get that. I do. And, and, um, so I'm glad that, you know, you I'm are glad a you're my friend. Guy to say that. <laughs> yeah. Just don't, just don't pat me on the back. I'm kidding. My honey, my baby, don't put my love upon no shelf. She said, don't give me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. The only other thing I wanted to add, and there's been a lot of talk and about And I want to add something well. else too. Is the inconsistency, uh, and and I would I, it would be hypocrisy for us to talk as we have talked right now, and then for me to brand a certain kind of person uh, as as something that is not desirable. However, and it would be unfair. However, I have to say that I do not get the mentality of people who embrace uh, Christian values mm-hmm. that. And I'm talking. Of, I, I know what you're talking about. Principal Judge Roy Moore. Judge, Judge Roy, Roy Moore, Moore in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the time this podcast, we won't know how that election turned out. Maybe mm-hmm. by then. Yeah. Uh, but it would appear that he's likely to win, and that people can can uh, be uh, you know front and center with their Christian values, mm-hmm. but they're willing to overlook 
a, a pedophilic person mm-hmm. uh, in order to make sure that the the right party mm-hmm. is, is in Congress. And well, th- there's got to be. Th- I mean, politicize. That goes both ways. I mean, that's why Bill Clinton got defended so strenuously. Exactly. By we did. That's right. Yeah. Democrats did the same thing. It is very. It's interesting what people will overlook and forgive. Not you know, because it, their interests, whatever their interests are, will be um, uh, either rewarded if that person gets there or they'll be destroyed if they don't. So this is really less about politics than it is for this Judge Roy Moore thing than it is about religion, because if yeah. that's what's really driving this is, yeah, yeah, they're not wild about the fact that he uh, has been accused of this and quite possibly has done it, uh, but it's it's less distasteful than not having somebody in there that's going to allow them to embrace what they believe in in their in their conservative religion. Uh, that's most you important said. to them. So it is it yeah. is a little bit it's ironic because you're right they they have these Christian values but and they want to protect them. However, the the only way they can protect them is by putting a man in office who who is a, who's a pedophile. <laughs> it just yeah. doesn't make. I mean that it's crazy, and then you've got a president that that will support that guy too, while he himself has been accused by no less than twelve women uh, yeah. of various acts of his own. So this is a, we're we're in a crazy time where a lot of things better start to get reconciled. I know, and, and people who say they have values, they better be consistent about it. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you have no values at all. I know that. I know that, but there's not even been even even any steps at all taken to to address but, this. With yeah, but with my point Donald is Trump. that my point is that yeah, the Trumps and all the politicians they they live in a different world than than everybody so, else. They 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 because they were voted in. The only way to really remove them is to is to vote them out or have them expelled right. by a vote of the Senate. I think they need I don't know sixty plus percent. Like, for example, there's some talk that if Roy Moore be, does become senator to expel him, you'd have to get like a 67, two-thirds majority to, to well, vote him out. Then and they'll never get that. All is not lost for Matt Lauer and and, and Charlie Rose or Garrison. They can all, they can all get into politics. <laughs> they'll be just fine. <laughs> Seems like we ought to end this podcast with the same song we started with. But listen to this version that I found. This is James Brown again, but this time includes Luciano Pavarotti. This is a man's world.
for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. <laughs>